Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's episode, I'm chatting with Loretta Hart in her segment, Making Life Better, on 94.7 Pulse FM Radio. Loretta is a happiness strategist, helping people find their joy. She loves a good yarn and is so much fun to chat with. In this episode, we chat about returning to a rhythm after holidays and share some great ideas about calendars, meal planning and prepping, and sleep, why we need it, and how to get more. Let's jump into this Simply Happy conversation. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Always lovely to welcome back old friends, Narelle King. Welcome back to The Pulse. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We were just saying, Narelle just said, just off air, look how professional you look, Loretta. I was here on your first show. (laughs) You're a whiz with the buttons now. You're amazing. <laughs> oh, that first show. It was um it was nerve wracking for the both of us, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> Watching you was quite stressful. <laughs> really? But you were very kind on the day. Oh no, you were great. You were great. It's just remembering which ones to press and what to what to move. <laughs> all, all the bits and pieces. That's exactly right. Now, Laurel um, comes from us from Simply Happy and uh, you are our organisational expert and I very much look forward to having you in because every time you come in, <laughs> my life gets a little bit better. Aha, because that's the name of this segment, making life better. We're going to talk routines and just before we started, you even said, like the routines have already started, haven't they? Oh, definitely. Yep. Yep. School's back this week. So yeah, the calendar is out and all of the um, newsletters are coming in. The sports also started back this week. So it's not just school, it's sport as well. So I don't know about you, but I had it all out this morning and I was like, I need to put these in because (laughs) some of them are next week, like school, catch up things, maths, whatever. Yeah. All the things. We've even started with um, netball tryouts for, you know, the netball teams that they were sort of happening at the, you know, the end of Jan. Um, I, can I just say, I started something new last night that needs to go on the calendar. Oh, what is that? Well, I, I, uh, I joined, um, I've joined a choir in Ocean Grove, uh, Arcabellas, a little shout out for the Arcabellas. It was just beautiful, but that needed to go on the calendar because it's so easy, I think, to get so absorbed in what everyone else needs to do because yes, it might be the start of our work year and our organizations and our clubs and our things get, go back into the swing of it. But often, you know, with our children and, and our partners and our extended family, it just this time of year, I reckon the start of Feb, everything just goes up a notch. And if we're not ready for it, it can feel really overwhelming. Oh, definitely. And we'll be then put on the back burner and ours won't happen, will it? No. So I love how you've already planned it, organized it, and now just add it to the calendar. Right. So the calendar. Yes. You know, I have um, I have a 20-year-old and he was starting to say, oh, I'm just feeling a little bit. I've got, you know, two different jobs and I've got TAFE and I've got these things. And I said, do you have a calendar? And he said no. <laughs> so for someone who maybe doesn't use something like that, can, can we start? I, yeah, I, I know no. you've probably got other things to talk no, about. No, no, that was my first one was the calendar, okay. literally. Let's dive in. So it, I suppose for a 20-year-old, they're definitely going to be on their phone. So they need some sort of digital form of calendar that 
you know, maybe they're not going to be sharing it with you, but they can share it and have the different colours for their different parts of their life, work, TAFE, it could be colour-coded as well. Whereas, and this is the other thing for me and probably for you with older kids who are on technology as well, again, we've got a digital calendar so that I can share the events now. Anything I've booked in for my daughter, I've shared it with her and she's got a copy. Whereas my son's still at primary school, so it's visual. So we've got the sort of planner, the weekly Mm. planner, whiteboard that you can create yourself or even go out. There's so many great ones out there now that you can purchase and just put it up so everybody can see in the family. And so how do you keep, because that's just another job to do too, isn't it? To update the planner. Yeah. You know, do you you outsource that to someone in the family? Do you do it yourself? Like what do you do in your I do it myself. But but because I like, I like to know what's on the yeah, on the contr- cards, a little bit controlling with the calendar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If we left that to my husband, I don't think that would happen. I was thinking no. about your son. <laughs> oh gosh, no, <laughs> definitely not. They rely on me to do the calendar. Okay. Eventually, hopefully, they'll be able to do it themselves. That's the training that we're planning. So I do it on a Sunday. I do it as it comes in, but then on a Sunday, and we actually have like a little. Family conversation on a Sunday night and share the calendar, the week ahead is what we call it, share the week ahead and just go through what everybody's got on, who's out. And it's also that time when that's when my husband will be like, oh, actually, I'm going to work in Melbourne on Tuesday mm. or I'm going to be out that night and we'll add his things onto the calendar then. So everybody's on the same page. And who's going to pick up who from the different sports? I think I think that the hearts might get one of these because, um, you know, our, our kids are getting older, but it's like, who's here for a meal? Like, oh, yes. So I'm planning meals and I'm like, I'm, am I planning for three grown men and two grown women or just Matt and I? Because yeah. that's a big difference. Yeah, that's huge, isn't it? And so I might send out a text at half past five, who's here for dinner? And then they might see it, they might not. So, okay, so that idea of maybe having a, a visual thing that the whole family can check in on and see, mm. um, and but also having that moment of like, okay, where are we at this week? Yeah, just it could be any time of the week, but we do it on a Sunday night. It's just for the week to set us up for um, success that week. But definitely the meal planning is the same thing. So that was one of my other tips is oh. definitely having meal planning and planning your meals like for us this week, you know, having kids go back to school and sport as well. It's like, okay, you know, during the holidays, it's been easy to just throw something together yeah. and it can be a bit later and it doesn't matter. Whereas now it's like, okay, we've got to get you into bed. So we need to have these dinner on the table, sort of 7, 7.30 when everyone's starving, when they've got home from sport. So prepping on the weekend, if you can, for at least one or two meals is awesome, as well as having a plan. So you know what you're going to be eating. You can purchase things over the weekend and you can be set up. And as well as that lunchbox as well can be maybe prepped, you know, the things that you need and you've got those ready for the week too. Can I give you my little tip <laughs> yeah, of the day? Yeah, I you love could, that. You could see it in my eyes, couldn't you? Yeah, I was. Like, I was yeah. <laughs> you're like, Loretta's going to say that. I've, um, I, I like to do a, a bit of a cook. And sometimes it doesn't happen on Sundays. It might happen on Tuesday. But mm. I, I'll, I'll do a cook-up because I think if I'm chopping onions, I'm also chop three onions and then I've got a bag bog and a curry and, you know, and a zucchini slice all on the go together. So um, Matt can't quite handle sometimes when I'm in the kitchen because it's just, it's like everything's going everywhere. But at the end, it's all good. And it might take me two hours, but I've made three meals that normally, I've, I've saved time, meatballs. Ooh. Right. So the big German chain supermarket, they sell pre-little done meatballs in your little dish. And I think there's, I don't know, 24 in the little thing. 
they have been come a little staple in our house. Oh, that's great. And I'll just cook <laughs> them up. And, you know, people who have gone out and done sport and need a little bit of protein – Look, I'll have to say, I'm not quite sure how much meat's really in the meat, but anyway, <laughs> they're not the greatest source of, but they're really tasty. They're handy. They can go in a sandwich. Yeah, they've been a real, they've been a real winner and a bit of a saver for us. Yeah, and having it in the freezer that they can just pull it out. No, no, we just cook oh. them. In, I just cook them and put them in in a little container in the fridge, and you can just walk past them oh, just to make a sandwich awesome. with them. Oh. It does also mean they they disappear quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? You can tell the things they enjoy. We've got a bit of duck going on at the moment. It's something that people like to make up a little... Did you say duck? Yeah, like rice paper rolls is what our kids have been into. And so it's in the fridge and it's sitting there and then you go to get make yours and you're like, oh my gosh, there's none left. There's none yeah. left. That's right. We need to hide something in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, calendars are going to help us get back on track. Um and a bit of idea about meal prepping. Um, I have a friend, she talks about shop and chop. Um, oh, you, yeah, you all yeah. over this? I'm pretty much a shop and chop, chop person too, yeah. So she just, you know, she gets home and she chops all the veggies up. Yeah. And so they're in the crisper ready to go. Um, whether they be like, you know, carrot sticks you can have with something or the veggies are pretty much chopped, just be thrown in the stir fry. Mm. It's yeah. a winner. I do that as well as yours. I'm the, I'm the type of person who will do... Three things at one time with the onion, the carrots, whatever it is. So it's that base and then we use it for a few meals. Mm. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely the thing to do is writing out the meal plan so that you know what you've got for the week and what food you need and you're not racing back to the supermarket or just the price of things at the moment too. So you can see and, yeah, work it out for your week. I love that. I am I am that person at the supermarket that if I see you, I will say, what are you eating for dinner? Oh. And that's not because I'm prying. That's because I need an inspiration. And I might pick up three or four meal ideas just from the other people that I meet in the supermarket. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole um, app. What you know, I'm sure it is. I'm sure there is, it probably a, is, is an app yeah. that you can walk around and it gives you inspiration. So what else can we be doing just to help us get on that front foot? So something else that I do is a night closing task. So every night, before we go to bed, mm-hmm. there's a few tasks that need to be done. So one of them is making sure that the kitchen bench is clear, enough space to at least make breakfast day, yeah. and school lunches. So it doesn't have to be completely clear. You know, there's families that I go into as long as there's enough space for you to prep. Um, the other thing is making sure there's enough dishes to be able to have breakfast in the morning. So for me, I put the dishwasher on at night. It doesn't matter if it's full or empty. It's also a great routine because my kids unpack it. Mm. So if it's been put on at nighttime, there's dishes there ready. And a bin because there's nothing worse than in the morning having to empty the rubbish bin. So that is something that we do at nighttime as part of our closing t- tasks. And the last one is washing, making sure that everybody's got their clothes. Uh, my kids hate it when I say can you go check and make sure you've got your school uniform? But the one tra- the one day that they don't is the day that they're like, Mum, I don't have my T-shirt. It's like in the wash and there's the dryers on trying to dry it or it's been washed that night. So, yeah, that's my closing, closing tasks rather than worrying in the morning. And it sets it up that you're having – you're being kind to yourself for the morning. Future Narelle thanks you yes, for, exactly. for wiping down that extra bit of the bench, yep. putting away the X, Y, and Z pieces. Yes. And when you were saying it, um, I used to run a cafe and we had opening and closing procedures. It's exactly that. Yeah. And it's yeah. almost like, oh, they're, they're just the closing procedures. Yep. How, do we, how do we leave this space so we're all ready to get into the next day? It's interesting, isn't it, that in our work life we can do things potentially 
and organize ourselves, but we don't always transfer it into our home life. Mm, definitely. And it doesn't take long. Like that seriously takes us about 15 minutes to do. And, you know, it's not just me that does it now. Oh, that was my That's question. Good. I was going to say, is that you? Everyone else no. is like on the couch no. watching the last little bit of whatever show it is and you're around scurrying. No, it's probably my husband's more into this than anything. Oh. And it's a good time for us to chat while we're cleaning up the dishes and putting things away. Yeah. So okay. we've actually now made it sort of that time for us to connect as well. Oh, connecting <laughs> over the housework. <laughs> well, you got to do it so on time, don't you? So we might as well do it while we're doing the dishes. And funny, because the kids will be gone yeah. as well. So it's quite they're asleep. Time. Yep. Oh, not asleep. They're gone. Like, you know, you, you mentioned the word dishes and they are gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, one, it's one way if you want to, you know, talk about Christmas presents or anything, let's do the dishes. Yeah. Shoom, shoom. They're out of there. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely. so funny. Uh, awesome. So, okay, I'm just going to recap. Just as you know, listeners, this is for me, not for you. Okay, so I've got calendar, I've got meal prep, and I've got closing routine. Okay, is there anything else that you would be suggesting that I could be doing or is that well, enough to don't well, overload the I'd, brain? I'd say just one more. Okay. One okay. more is sleep. So prioritize sleep. So try to go to bed at a time. So think about when you want to wake up and work back from there. And try and get, if you could, eight to ten hours would be ideal, but most of us get about six because we sacrifice our time for sleep. Like, sorry, our sleep for time, don't yeah. we, to get things done. So just trying to get into that sleep routine again. So having some sort of ritual that encourages you to go to bed too. So something fun like reading a book or, <laughs> I don't know, whatever it is that you like to do. I love to have a shower before I go to bed. And so, yeah, something like that you like to do. Adding that so we're off our phones before we go to bed for at least an hour before would be great mm. and um, just to give us that melatonin kick in and we can go to sleep it, easily. Uh, I was at the library yesterday um, and I didn't have my library card with me. I was going to get some books, didn't have library cards, so I just was forced just to wander around and have a bit of a puddle around the books. And I picked up this book and it said, um, live a stress-free life and I went, poh as if that's possible. Um, <laughs> but this person had seven tips for this stress-free life. And one of them was to um, uh, keep sacrosanct, really, that you sleep because they were saying that your body system works on clocks mm. and um, you know our hormone levels and so many things work on our internal clocks. And if our internal clock gets out of whack, then that throws – our just our mood, our um, our metabolism, our yeah. hormones, so, yeah. hormones, just so many things just work on this internal clock. So even if everything else is going up the wazoo, if you can keep your sleeping or start with your sleeping pattern, yeah. this person was saying, then you're going to have a better chance for success. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that clock, uh, body clock, in the Chinese medicine through yin yoga, that is definitely something that they really focus on. And so if we can get the sleep, our body at nighttime is doing the jobs that it needs to be doing. It does its closing process yeah, as well. exactly, exactly. Um, you'd be very proud of me. I swam in the ocean this morning. Uh, with the salty dogs down at Ocean Grove, and we watched the sun rise in oh, the water. Yeah, nice. uh, and I was staring straight at the sun, saying, "I'm pretty sure this is resetting my body clock." Definitely, definitely. So I like to get up before the sun, and that's the reason I get up. It just resets my body clock. There's so much great research, but if that's not you and you're not a, a morning person, it's like whenever it suits you. So it's working with your body clock as much as you can. I mean, our jobs our jobs are a little bit more flexible, so allow mm. us to do that now than mm. they used to. Yeah, I like that. Um, I have to say one thing. We're nearly done in this amazing little conversation. Did you see that Mar Marie Kondo 
I know. Has, has decided that, you know, tidy might not be the, the way. Yes, I did see that. I think everyone's had a little giggle and went, aha, Mari. No. Now that she has three children. <laughs> so she's got three children. She's like, oh, this tidy thing's not, it's, it's a bit trickier than. And, but, you know, so I, I read somewhere, someone said, but her letting it go, this need to be tidy, almost fits her philosophy. Yeah, definitely. About letting go what you no longer need. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm still sure that Marie Kondo's tidy is like mammothly amazingly more than, than, than oh, what I've got going on. Oh, or the, what I, the, what, that I do. I'm not the, I'm about functionality. It's not about the look. It, oh, yes. <laughs> I knew that I liked you for a reason. Yeah. Narelle, can, can you stick around? Because we have sure. our next guest coming in, in our It Takes a Village segment. Um, thank you so much, though, for your wisdom. It was uh, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you find yourself wasting precious time searching for misplaced items and wishing for a more organized life, then you need my five-minute declutter ebook, the ultimate guide to quick and easy organizing solutions for a clutter-free and happy home. Forget about spending months comarying your house. These fun solutions are designed to give you immediate results in under five minutes. Head over to Simply Happy in the resource section and download your free copy and start seeing results in minutes. I'd like to acknowledge the Wathaurong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.